0: You've been living with a life coach. I give myself permission to do what is right for me. I believe I can attract success. I'm a millionaire.
1: I am successful.
2: Hi, I'm Laura. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm
3: Kim. This is Nikki.
1: And I'm Louise.
3: Hi, and welcome to the Best Parts Podcast, where we invite you to pull up a chair and think about your best parts, which are all your parts.
0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Laura, and I'm excited to be here with my co-hosts, Kim, Nikki, Louise, and Sarah. I'm very interested to see what you have to say, my fellow coaches, and also what our listeners have to say as well about today's topic. I confess I have not held a very good view of this topic in the past. However, as I'm getting more heavily involved in the recovery world, I'm noticing today's topic comes up more and more, and I'm trying to have a beginner's mind, and so I was excited to do some research. So today is all about affirmations. And so just a level set according to jack canfield motivational speaker and author daily affirmations are simple positive statements declaring specific goals in their completed states he also said daily affirmations are to the mind what exercise is to the body so what do you think about
3: affirmations in general do you use them in your own life do you recommend them to your clients i actually have a question instead of an answer i am I'm trying to figure out the difference between an affirmation and a mantra. Does anybody know? I actually looked that
0: up. Apparently a mantra is technically is sacred words. So I think it has more of an a, I want to say religious or inspirational tone to it, but I think that is what you make of it though, really. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that's a technicality and it could, you know, I think, and, and I'm just guessing normal usage has caused it to be, that could be kind of, you know, interchangeable.
3: Yeah, it's interesting because I, I know affirmations get a bad rap. I know that that there's a whole lot of, um, and I don't know if it comes from the place of woo, like woo gets a bad rap, but I, I feel like affirmations themselves there there's something negative about them, and I can't put my finger on why it's so
1: negative. Well, would it be like that toxic positivity that it's maybe. That's kind of what I was thinking when I first thought about it, but I just
0: recently read Quit Like a Woman by Holly Whitaker, and she's using affirmations. And there was a lot of what she said that really resonated with me and my alcohol journey. And I was like, should I give these another look, which is actually how we got to today.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: because yeah, I was thinking the same thing, like pox... pox... positivity. positivity. That didn't come out to plan. See how toxic it is. See how that didn't work. (laughs) I can't. That's how. That's how pure my light of being is now that I've been doing affirmations. (laughs) I can't even say toxic. (laughs) causes. Clearly, that was easy for you to say.
4: There's a lot of letters in those words. It's interesting because. I have a hard time with affirmations because I don't believe them. And one of the things I keep seeing all these different people with all these different rules, don't say negative. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Make sure it's positive. You you know, you have to believe it, how you have to feel it. It has to resonate, all these things where I'm like, so if I say I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, act like you have it. I don't believe it. I can't make myself feel it. And a friend of mine who's an amazing coach said, what if you asked it as a question and said, what would it be like if I was a millionaire? How would it feel if I had a hundred million dollars in my bank account and to lean into the question and, and work with it as a co-creation instead of a, instead of something that doesn't really resonate, even though it's something I want, something I feel like I'm working towards and, and, That really helped a lot to think of them as questions instead of trying to put something on myself that I didn't quite feel aligned with yet.
0: So did you know there's actually a formula for them? I found out. There's probably a lot. (laughs) And so, for example, to your point, like, I am a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. I used to, I was, this is why I thought, I'm kind of with you, Nikki. I felt like this is a bunch of bunk. So, like, if I said, I am a sexy 25-year-old with flowing raven locks, okay. That's, sorry, a spoiler to anybody who cannot see me. I am really not 25 years old and I do not have flowing raven locks. So that's never going to happen. So part of the ideas with formatting them is, I don't say correctly, but is that they should be a specific statement that actually has some basis in fact, and it needs to be in present tense, positive personal and very specific. And so I went out and was looking for great affirmations for people or generalized. I give my permission to do what is right for me. I am confident in my ability to fill in the blank. I use my times and talents to help others fill in the blank. I give myself space to grow and learn. See, those were nice and they were open and I don't know.
4: It's when it's not so much about a thing it's not so much about the 25 year old with rag- Raven locks or being a millionaire. It's more about building up
0: feeling. Yeah. There was like another one was, I trust I am on the right path. I'm creatively inspired by the world around me. Yeah. They were specific. It's funny. They're like specific, but not too specific. And I, you know, back to how did affirmations get a bad rap? I think it kind of can go back to the secret and some of the law of attraction stuff that did, it came out in the like '80s and '90s and became kind of wooey,
2: woo-woo. To Kim's point,
0: wooey. I like that word. Wooey. <laughs> it was wooey.
2: <laughs> it was I woo-woo. Think, I think that affirmations have to be something that you actually believe in to to work. So if when I heard everything Laura just said, I was like not connected to any of it. I was like that all sounds like I don't know a load of crap. <laughs> But if I created my own affirmation that it was truly co- connected to, then it would work. So if I was really trying to, you know, I believe, I, I honestly believe a little bit in the law of attraction. The more that you focus on what you want, the more that you're gonna get it. But I think it's just because if you had an affirmation of, I want to be a millionaire, you're going to live a way to get there. So I don't think it's just like, oh my God, I wanna be a millionaire. No, a million dollars is gonna fall into my lap. But I think it's something you have to be connected to. And honestly, mantra sits better with me. Like I'd rather live with a mantra than an affirmation. I, I don't know why. Affirmation does get a bad rap. It's just kind of like it's too woo for me. It's a double woo. Not Wait a just minute. A single woo.
0: Wait a minute. You just <laughs> said you agree you believed in the law of attraction. How is that not
2: woo? Well, I was trying to unwoo it in the way in which I described it.
4: I think- transforming her language yes. in a way that works for her. Yes.
2: So like the law of attraction where some people think it's like, just think about wanting the parking spot up front you will get it. Like, I don't believe in it and as it Happened being every that time. simple. <laughs> so-
0: See? Okay. I wish you guys like, so Kim's like, Kim's like, yep, works. And Louise is like
1: shaking her head. No. You, I, I, I just, I'm hearing like a lot of like head stuff right now, like a lot of logic, like there's a formula and this is how we do it. And this is what we think. And this is what we do. And I don't think it's anything about, about that, like a mantra or a statement or whatever that is. It's about calling up a feeling because really at the end of the day, I think that's really what we're going for. Isn't it? Like,
4: and what? I started calling them reminders because it's r- to remind myself. And I, you know, I know those feelings are there. It's calling them forth and reminding myself they're present.
1: Yes, because we we don't live in our bodies, right? We live in our heads. So, how do we remind ourselves to have those feelings or remind ourselves that that this is what we want more of in our lives, right? So, yeah, I I think that's a way to connect, like Sarah was saying, right? Like something you connect to. How do you bring that forward? It's
2: we we live in our heads. <laughs> so, does that mean we would live in our bodies if we connected more to our affirmation or our mantra? I yeah, so. I would agree. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: really? Because resonance- it's a thought. It's a thought. You're back in your head. Then, well, if you're your trying to get in your body, feeling your thought yeah. creates the feeling, and so then you can be more fully in your body. And I, I just, I have to say, I'm truly struggling here because to affirm. So, so I'm a former attorney, and to affirm something has a legal meaning. And while I haven't practiced in a very long time, I can't get over the word. Like the, I'm really struggling with the word. The Louise, how you just described it is absolutely how I have and probably will continue to use what is termed an affirmation. But calling it that is re I'm really struggling with that. It's so interesting.
4: And I don't I don't use the word for that reason either, because I struggle with that word. So I call it a reminder, I call it a mantra. And I had a yoga teacher once talking about mantras that one of the reasons they are passed down in the yogic tradition is because having it passed from teacher to student creates a resonance there. And so just going out and searching for mantras, sometimes you can stumble on them and you feel them. I've had mantras that I found for free that I feel in my body. (laughs) (laughs) On the sidewalk, (laughs) on YouTube, you know, wherever, but I really feel them in my body. And I hear other ones that I'm, they're just um, it's called dead energy is what I was taught. And so I think it's the same with affirmations, reminders, mantras, whatever you want to call it. It creates a resonance that can be emotionally felt, but sometimes it's physically felt in your body as well, where you get chills, where you get tingles, where you really feel your voice as you're saying it or chanting it. And it is that connection piece that's important. So if you do just have that headspace,
0: it's, it's kind of that dead energy because it's not creating any movement. So according to this, a mantra originally in Hinduism and Buddhism is a word or sound repeated to aid concentration in meditation. Second definition: a statement or slogan repeated frequently.
2: Go to the best parts website. Go to the best parts website. Is that working?
0: You sound like a, like a yeah.
3: Heartspodcast.com. dot com. That's that- not so su- such a subliminal message.
0: <laughs> it's not as subliminal as you think.
4: It's that repetitive though. The repetitive mantra that stuck <laughs> in their head.
2: <laughs> Can I give you an affirmation story? I just got permission from my wife. She walked through the room and I asked her if I could share this. Whatever the opposite of woo-woo is, is what my wife is. I don't know what that is, but it's Ooh, like, it Ooh. but the other day she was going through a something. I don't even know what. And, and all of a sudden she said something positive a couple of times out loud. And I thought she was trying to say it to me. And I was like, what? She's like, nothing. I'm giving myself a positive affirmation. And I was like, who are you? <laughs> like a positive affirmation. You've been living with a life coach. And I thought it was just interesting If I told her she was a while ago, positive affirmations are what we're going to help her move through what she's going through. She would have rolled her eyes so hard and it's, it's working for her because she was connected to it. And I think that's the thing is when you have an affirmation or a mantra you're connected to, it works. If someone, if Louise was going through a hard time and I was like, Louise, just say over and over again, I'm the greatest Canadian in the world over and over. She would be like, I'm not connected to that. So no, or maybe you are, I don't know. (laughs)
4: <laughs> every time I she said it are. she'd think of you and it would make her happy and so that would create positive that emotion could. you know you, you just don't know sometimes it is like kim i want you to say every day that you are the most loving person in the world and if she said it and was like Oh, nikki told me this that's kind of cool it can create a resonance because it was passed on right
3: part of that tradition i do say that and i think of you all the time oh
2: look at this Thank we you. have the most loving person in the world the best canadian we have a 25 year old and a millionaire i i think we're two millionaires the yeah. <laughs> yeah there we go there
1: we go i think laura that you were talking about is you know this this formula or being logical and being in your head oftentimes is because we're trying to rewire something that has been ingrained in us and we don't even realize it right these negative thoughts and our negative bias just fill in a lot of space that we don't even know is there so using a formula to help create that and then thoughts create feelings. So there there's some of that. I I, I think, and I'm not speaking for the whole NLP world, uh, a lot of times the I am statements, we get caught up in that because we don't we don't see ourselves as that or we don't hear ourselves as that like i am successful and that can be really really hard when you're working towards re rewiring re well reprogramming some of those negative thoughts that we have stuck in our subconscious that to start with things that you believe you can connect to that you believe to be true, to start to manifest that. So instead of saying I am a success magnet and I will attract success to try and find ways to say something like the power is within me, right? Where you take out that I am statement.
3: I was just going to ask if you could use the word believe, like if I believe I can attract success.
4: Or even going back to to my questions, how does it feel to be successful? How does it feel to be a success magnet? And your brain can work on it. Your subconscious can work on it. Sometimes that resonates in the spirit world to have an answer, because if you can connect to that feeling again, and if you don't know what it feels like to feel successful, if you felt like a failure your whole life, to get curious about what it feels like to be
1: successful
4: can start to create that shift.
1: Yeah. It's really about getting past those filters that we have, right? Those negative filters, because in our... In NLP anyways, our subconscious, that's where, right? Let's, where. the the truth is past those filters those biases those experiences that have influenced us towards the negative how do we get past some of that so i think a lot of affirmations and we talk about that that toxic positivity i think we stumble on some of that is because it's like the i am and we just have a really hard time believing that i am those things it seems too big it's like trying to get through a a mouse hole right (laughs) in a really big way it's it's trying to find those small things to to start to break down that wall and it is about a feeling right really at the end of the day that's why we do things
4: well, and even beyond toxic positivity, it also can be a form of spiritual bypass to not do the work on yourself to say, I'm just going to tell myself a hundred times a day that I'll be successful
0: and bypass everything that's getting in your way
4: of being successful.
0: One of the things that struck me is, um, you and you are definitely hitting some of the research I did for this, which was, we do have a, like, we have, first first of all, our brains are, are you know, wired for negative bias. To, yeah. Yes, to try to stay alive in the savanna. But... A lot of that negativity rolls in our head, and we don't like to your point understand that, and we don't know that. And so, this part of the affirmations is a way to try to combat that, change that thinking, etc. Then, of course. I had a part jump up and say, hold on, now we're trying to bypass my parts who have that negative bias. And so that sent me down a whole other rabbit hole of just listen to them, listen to what they have to say. But you know, to your point, a lot of it is subconscious, and it, it may not always be available for us to even know what those tapes and those thoughts are.
1: I was gonna ask earlier, Sarah, how, how do you use this with your team? How do you help your team be better at, at, being amazing golfers. Do you bring that into your coaching?
2: I never really thought about an affirmation or a mantra with the team. I do more intention with the team. Maybe it's the same thing and maybe it's all just semantics, but every, I guess every member of the team comes up with a word of intention for the season. And then we actually just came up with our seven, core values. So there's seven things that we believe that we want to be. So I think every year I do something different. it's always about focusing on where you want to go. So whether it's an affirmation, a mantra, a statement, the law of attraction, I think it's all about which one do you connect with and which one's going to work for you. And I have another story to share because it's like story time with Sarah Dole. I don't, I want to know if this is an affirmation, Laura, as you know, because I, I announced to the best parts podcast world in season two that I was Doing a book. Well, I'm officially going to be published in June fifteenth. But for two years, every time I was in an airport, I would, if I was with the team, I walk by and I I would talk to them about how, look, do you see my book? It's going to be on that top shelf in the Hudson Booksellers, and it's going to be yellow and blue on the front. And like, I've been saying that over and over. I don't know if that's an affirmation, but that's kind of how I live, and that's what I do with the team. Like focusing on what you really want and maybe talking about it. What does that feel like? And maybe it's what Nikki's saying is I'm thinking, what is it going to feel like when I walk through the airport and my book is up there next to Glennon Doyle's book? Cause that's, what's going to happen. FYI.
4: Going back to episode 22, 23, that where I said name and claim, where you're saying that's where I'm going to be. You're naming what you wanted. You were claiming it. You are saying that's going to be me right
0: there. And that creates that resonance. Well, dear listeners, that is today's episode. I'd like to end with this. If you are interested in adding more affirmations into your life, believe it or not, there's an app for that. There's actually several apps. So I will link in the show notes at bestpartspodcast.com a couple of apps that I found that looked pretty cool. But again, what I think is important is if you decide to use affirmations, make sure that they match what your values are. Again, I'd just be wasting my time if I tried telling myself I was a nubile 25 year old with flowing raven hair. But as we like to say to you in all of your parts, we see you, we love you. And until
3: next time, remember all of the parts are the best parts. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the best parts podcast. If you like what you heard today, we would love it if you would share this podcast on social media or with anyone you think would enjoy it. After all, sharing is caring. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts as it helps others find us. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at the Best Podcast or visit our website at thebestpartspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Remember that all the parts are the best parts.